website. What got a person locked up no matter what in 1790? Piracy, period. At the birth of the Republic, mandatory minimum sentences were a rare and targeted thing. Attacking and robbing ships at sea got your life. No ifs, ands, or buts. What gets a person a mandatory minimum sentence today? Any one of 261 different crimes. Princeton professor Naomi Murakawa took a look for her book, The First Civil Right, How Liberals Built Prison America. In that, she chronicles how for the first 200 years, Americans managed somehow to get by with only a handful of mandatory minimum laws. Those governed specific federal crimes. Refusing to testify before Congress would get you a month, bribing a federal inspector six months, forging a U.S. seal a year. It wasn't until the 1980s that Congress started passing mandatory minimums left and right. And we do mean left and right. Two terms of tough-on-crime Reagan and Bush Republicans added 72 new and expanded mandatory minimum statutes. Clinton's two terms added 116. A third offense of carrying a firearm now brought a mandatory 15-year term. Possession of five grams of crack cocaine a five-year mandatory minimum. Quoting Joe Biden in 1994, Murakawa reminds us of the liberal Democrats' approach to all this. Quote, the liberal wing of the Democratic Party is now for 60 new death penalties, 100,000 cops. The liberal wing of the Democratic Party is for 124,000 new state prison cells. This, let's remember, is the period that saw black versus white racial ratios among the imprisoned go from 3 to 1 to 8 to 1. Tripled between 1985 and 2000, the number of mandatory minimum crimes engorged the prison system and locked up, especially women, mostly women with children. In Murakawa's book, the list of mandatory minimum statutes on the books in 2010 runs to 20 tightly typed pages. The perils of post-war liberal law and order are worth recalling now, says Murakawa, when demands for reform are loud but modest in scope. It's not rocket science why the U.S. has the world's biggest prison population by far. It's our policy of imprisoning. The solution's not kinder, gentler incarceration or better oversight. It's an entirely different approach. You can watch my interview with Naomi Murakawa on the pro-civil rights roots of the U.S. prison state this week on The Laura Flanders Show on KCET Link TV and Telesur. And find all my interviews and reports at lauraflanders.com. To tell me what you think, write to laura at lauraflanders.com. And thanks.